Hello, 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 and welcome back to episode three of CDL This Week, hosted by myself, Cam Allen. Uh, might as well just get straight into it. Um, just open up about talking about the run-ups of the event uh, the last week or so, um, where there was a little bit of controversy going around. Um, have I, are you muted still? Oh, shit. Oh, no. I actually do have you muted. Oh, no. Anyway, we'll, so we'll, we'll continue. We'll continue. Um Apologies about that. Um, we'll uh, yeah, we'll kick it off with talking about the run-ups of the event um, and all the controversy. Well, not all the controversy, some controversy. Yeah. Um, with more so from the amateurs. Yeah, and 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 the um, patch that they released about two days before the event. Um, yeah. But yeah, we'll start off with the uh, with the challenger stuff, um, where they all weren't too happy about the location of their event, were they? No, they weren't, and I think I think. To be fair to Minnesota and stuff, the video that came out definitely didn't do the the venue justice. Whoever it was that posted that, but it, like at first glance, to everyone on social media, it didn't look great. Yeah, I mean, it looked um, like they posted it before everything was set up. I mean, there was like that yeah. that floor sweeper that was still in the in the frame and everything, but it didn't look awful once it was all set up. When when you saw photos and videos and stuff from oh, the amateurs, yeah. I think like. And a lot of the pros came out and said it, and it's like, if you're an amateur playing for, was it 250k? Yeah, 250. Like, come on, you can't be complaining about the location. <laughs> like, you, you can't be complaining about anything, in my no. opinion. You know, you're you're not even a pro, and pros back in the day, they were playing for 10k, and they didn't complain about where they were playing. You're playing for, playing for 250k. I mean, to me, exactly. to me, you just you just crack on with it, but. I get that if it is if it was cold, like people were saying it was cold, and obviously it wasn't. It was all it was all um, like air conditions. It was all heated. But can, you know, can we mention that Rocker tweeted, "It's heated in here." Did they? I <laughs> didn't see they, that. They just put a tweet saying it's heated, and I was like, "Yes, perfect response." <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it was it. They, people were basing it off the days when they were setting it up, like instant first impression before it was actually yeah. fully set up and not it was go time but, i mean the main stage looked fire it looked oh, so good all oh. of ev- the whole production value has just gone up massively since last year i was really impressed by how it looked on the stream and i can't wait to see what what, what london looks like really because that's going to be a a bang i'm seeing as I we're going to be there live my thoughts is obviously that stage must be what's traveling around um and from comments i've seen on twitter and stuff people were saying how like it looked amazing on stream and it looked even better in person. So I can't wait for London then. uh, Yeah. I mean this, the whole stage and all the setup, I think they've really, really done that well. Yeah. And talking of, um, kind of setting up, uh, the whole practice setup issue, the, the, all the pros turned up already to scrim and, uh, nothing seems to be working. And, and their Minnesota were in their nice fancy complex all, all scrimming against each other and whatever they were doing, shooting, shooting I, bots and whatnot, and no one else could scrim for. I can understand hours. that the pros were mad. I don't think it was fair that they threw the blame straight at Minnesota. No. Um, uh, I mean, we all saw Aix's tweet about competitive integrity. Well, we all saw Seattle's tweet as well uh, before they yeah. deleted it. That was a, oh, that was oh, a good yeah. one. That, that was a. <laughs> Risky move by their social media manager. Um, Yeah, he uh, he probably got fired after that. (laughs) I do think it was, like, it is slightly unfair that Minnesota has their, like, they could just go to their offices and they were able to play. That's unfortunate. But 
it was blown a bit out of proportion, I think. Like, it was fixed within a few hours, and they were able to scrim yeah. and practice. I get why they were frustrated, though. I mean, you rock up to an yeah. event expecting to practice, you know, getting ready to play on LAN, and you can't practice for however many hours. It was obviously, you'd be angry. They all seemed to yeah, vent a little would. bit too much, I thought. They were all a bit over the top, but um, I could understand the frustration of it, obviously. Oh, yeah, like, you, you can get it. Um, but there's obviously, there's going to be teething issues. It's the first event. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, before, there was issues even really before the finished. first match, wasn't there? Yeah, there was. I mean, we, we didn't start for about 45 minutes after the scheduled start time. And yeah, here we, uh, it was nearly, it was what, nearly nearly midnight before the game started here in England, was it? Um, some, no, sorry, it was about quarter past 11, I think it was. By the yeah, time I think it was, yeah. And it was a um, bit, it's a bit late on those days, wasn't it? It was, it was a late it, week. That, that was a long one, I will, I will say. Um, but their scheduling wasn't wasn't great. I think mm -hmm. they've struggled, yeah. but there was obviously a lot of issues behind the scenes that we don't know about. And but they, they also they just had a best. lot of they also just had a lot of content that they wanted to put out on the stream. And I thought a lot of it was good. They obviously repeated a lot of stuff. But then you get you get people. Yeah. Obviously, we watched every day. You know, doing doing all the stat stuff. We had to be watching. Um, and but obviously you will have people coming in day by day, you know, watching say just the Huntsman or just watching Optic. You know, people yeah. do come in just to watch certain games. Whereas there's the weirdos and the hardcore fans like us that uh, that sit there for ten hours on the Saturday. Sit there, it was even, even go back and rewatch the feed. That yeah. we'll, uh, we'll we'll get into that we'll later. Get, yeah, we'll, we'll get we'll, we'll get into we'll the get feed that. stuff later and and how all the teams performed and, and stuff. But we'll just. Just, uh, just still talking about the run up to the event. Obviously, not on Twitch anymore. I mean, we are right no, now. We're on Twitch. No, we are, we are here. But on the Twitch. CDL is not on Twitch. It's moved over to YouTube, um, which is different. Yeah, but I, I mean, I, I'll start off. I, I, for for me personally, with stats, it was easier if I missed something. If I missed like a hard point time or yes, a domination yes. time, because I can just hit the arrow on my keyboard and it goes back five seconds. So it wasn't awful. But the quality, the stream quality wasn't the best. We, I'm sure we can all admit that one. Yeah, we can. We definitely can. Um, I mean, me personally, I think it's a great move that they've gone to YouTube. I really do. I think there's a lot, like it adds to this whole like um, streaming platform battle that's going on. Yes. But as you said, like the being able to skip back was great. I do f it'd be interesting to see if uh, the stream quality can improve because I, I did watch MLG's stream for a little bit and the quality was better, but I found their stream was slightly delayed. It was a tiny bit delayed and um, you can't pause it and go back as easily. No. You, you, the other problem is you can't clip on you can't take clips of everything so you know people say like kevy skills they want to take clips they've got to film the whole games in OBS. Yeah, <laughs> like... I mean I do know from like paying attention to the whole um, different streaming platforms and different things going on that YouTube and mix of these other platforms are looking into like improving their features and stuff and yeah. I think the long term it will become just as good as Twitch and I think YouTube's done like, I think it's a good move for them to move to YouTube because also all this, all the matches as soon as the stream was up the matches were there on YouTube for you to rewatch if you needed to yes um there's no yeah. like messing around with vods or anything. No, there was no there was no messing around with trying to clip stuff and you know go back and then trying to take the videos from the stream. You know, it's all straight on YouTube, which is especially good for players that 
for players, sorry, for for fans that can't watch their team play live, you know, it's immediately up for them on YouTube for them to watch. Yeah, exactly. I think I think I think it was a good move as well. You know, obviously Fuiz is the head of gaming at YouTube, so yeah. he obviously had some influence on that. I would have thought, you know, yeah, talking I'm, to the say, yeah the people over at Activision. He's know. definitely pushed for that, and I mean, just in like YouTube. We're talking about like they signed the CDL, but it was like a big deal that they signed with just Blizzard and Activision as a whole. So the fact that they've got CDL, Overwatch League, I think they've got Hearthstone, and then oh, some I didn't, didn't realize they went that far. Yeah. I knew it was Overwatch yeah. as well. I didn't know it was. Um, so they basically the signed a, mu- a multi-year deal with wow. like Blizzard. So it was de- it was obviously definitely an expensive one. Uh, I know that the Overwatch League Twitch paid something around ninety million for that first two years of the overwatch league so i imagine youtube's paid even more for this yeah the people worried about like well how a team's gonna make this buy-in money back like this is obviously one of the things that's gonna definitely help the league progress yeah i I think so too it's i think it's just good to move on sometimes you know twitch was good but you know, it's yeah. a new year. It's a new. It's a whole new thing with franchising. And oh, yeah. moving to YouTube, it just seems like everything's new and everything. It's kind of it's like a, just just a fresh start for COD. And I think it's, I think it's really good. I think it's really good. I'm I'm I'm, no, I'm proud agree. of it. I agree. One thing that people weren't so happy about. No, especially the pros. And the patch that certain, was put out two for days certain before. pros more than others. I think. Yeah, we won't we won't name names. We're not going to name drop. <laughs> but I'm sure we've all seen the press conference that uh, that went down. Oh, I'm not going to talk, and then goes on a yeah. I know. Right? Yeah. Anyway, but... <laughs> yeah. So, what did you think about the patch being put out two days before the event started? I like, if I was a pro, it's it's frustrating. It is. Should they expect it? Yeah. I yeah, mean, what, every year this happens, and I get that you kind of as a pro, you're probably hoping that it's not going to happen this year. <laughs> but you should def like I I would say if you're a seasoned season pro now you should be going into a new season with the expectation there's going to be a patch like two a few days before um and you're gonna have to adapt and it probably did alter some of the the results because some people adapted quicker but it's just one of them and i suppose even with cod like the whole thing of cod is like being able to adapt on the spot so it really just tested them more but then again, like Scump said, I don't know if you've seen the interview that was posted on YouTube. It was in um, the Deserto guy asked, "Oh, what do you think about Crim Six Crim comments in the press conference?" Um, oh, I just said I wasn't going to name drop, and I did. Oh well. Oh well. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> what do we think of Crim Six? Um, yeah, he said, "What did you think of his stuff?" He said in the in the um, press conference, and and Scump just went, "Just play the game. Like, stop complaining. Just, just." It's it's almost like what um, uh, Syndicate said. He was like, "Just adapt, bro." Yeah. It's like it's not just adapt. It's like, but just play. Like, yes, yeah. you can be angry, but but keep it internal. You know, you don't need to be going out and you can say it behind the scenes to the league because you you as the players, you have the most power or your organizations. You know, you can go and make those complaints behind the scenes. You don't need to come out in a press conference effing and blinding everywhere and being like, "This is shit." Like, it's just not the best way to go about it in my no, opinion it's, it's really not and like scum's right at the end of the day they're pros they should just get on with it and just play and if yeah. they're good like if, if they're as good as they say they are they should be able to adapt to that and play <laughs> i was hoping them. you wouldn't use the word adapt <laughs> <laughs> sorry um <laughs> no no you're but yeah, good but i just i, just I, I also it. agree like crim 
if the, I really love these press conferences, and I'm sure we'll mm. talk about them more later. But yeah, he didn't really go around it the best way of sharing his opinion. No, no, not at all, not at all. Um, and again, we'll uh, we'll keep on the subject of uh, problems per se. Um, moving Get all more, the bad move, stuff out of the way first. <laughs> yeah, moving more into the uh, the day's play, the first day, um, the uh, the Codcaster. Yeah. Where do where do we start? Um, I personally, as I'm sure most people that are watching this on wherever, whatever platform, uh, you, you know that I do the stat stuff and do statistics with the CDL. Um, and obviously, Horizontal has been helping me out with the graphics and stuff. So we've yep. been doing that together. Um, Jesus, that, the podcast on that first game. I, I just remember the, the match starting and I looked to the top and went, Oh, that's, no I just stats. remember <laughs> the first message you think you sent to me was something like... Literally, there's no stats. No stats, we're fucked. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I was like, I just hope... I, let's just hope. It's the first few minutes. Let's hope they show it. Yeah. And it's like my brain's processing thinking, how are we going to do this? Oh, I was I was, um, I was, I was texting you being like... Um, Oh. Uh, I literally was I was shell shot. I was stunned that there was nothing. Obviously there is stuff, but they didn't just they just didn't show it and I actually went back, I'm sure most people do know this. I went back and that whole game, yeah. I know you did yeah. a lot as well throughout the series, the other series, but I went back on the Saturday and just rewatched the whole game, just yeah, counting that, the kill feed one by one. Jesus. That's map one of the Huntsman like no stats were shown in map one with really. and uh, no. obviously Twitter, on YouTube chat or whatever, social media, everyone was like, all the big guys that used stats and that were kicking off. Yeah, JP was like, oh, I guess I'll just have to go go and read Kill Feed. Like, Easy Easy Mac was Um, on one. I was on one on Twitter. Lion Man was, he was like, cards are done. Like, (laughs) what do I do? (laughs) Um, I mean, there was like, they weren't showing stats. There was also that first map, like, it was like a kid with a new toy. Whoever like it was the, probably the whole... paradox. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm not going to call him the... out because he's the. He I, is I understand the best, they but... had all these new camera angles and they want to try and see. Oh, let's see how this looks and that. But it was all over the place. But I will give them props. Like after, even after that first map, they started getting it dialed in a little bit. To a degree. The... To a degree yeah, on the first day. The it second took day a while, it got a lot better. But like map two and map three, there was little bits of stats here and there. Um, <laughs> Well, you like went back on the map three, didn't you? seconds, yeah. This is where, like, you were carrying on watching and I was going back and I'll, if anyone gives me a kill feed that's only about four pixels quality, I probably could work <laughs> out who's playing. Um, yeah, that was, but it was tough. It, it, it was, was tough, tough work, but we, like, we both grinded it. And we, we as, the day, as the day progressed, like, by the end of the first day, it had improved from that first map. It no. wasn't where we wanted it, but no. it was better. The problem was, is, well, part of the problem was that it was so late here in England as well that, yeah. like, I obviously I love I love doing what I do, but when it's getting to fight, I think what was it the first night we went? I went to bed at six a.m. Yeah, it was like, like half five. I think but that was just because finished. it took us so long to go through everything and and make sure everything was correct. And you would I was carrying on with the next games, counting oh, stuff, and I've you were going like back and pages and pages of kill feeds. Right <laughs> oh, now. I've got it all right here. That I've got the like, yeah, I've got it literally sat right next to me, just <laughs> it was, just scribbling everyone's name and. It was definitely oh. TV issues, and it kind of. I feel like. It showed that there maybe hadn't been any practice with 
the podcaster the mm-hmm. um, and like actually having like a practice run through. But they learned like trial by fire. Um, the the casters, Maven especially, was great in communicating on Twitter that yeah, like, well, even, they were working on it. Even today, when to... I was talking to him, yeah. you know, he was saying there's going to be improvements. You know, we're going to be working, we're going to be working and nagging them to make sure that there's stuff that's more suitable for the for the viewing audience. And he mentioned about the colors because I know yeah, not just us, everyone was like. I can't see anything. Some guy yeah. tweeted me today being like, I could see everything. He was like, but my con- my son's colorblind. Like he could not yeah. tell who was who. And that, I was that like, that was definitely something that went through my, my mind. Like things like the, the dark blue on the black, which is hard <laughs> enough for us to see. But if anyone's got any sort of colorblind issue, then yeah, it mm-hmm. really, really makes things hard. But I, mm-hmm. I will say though, props to them on actually adding team colors and team skins because I think that's a really good way to help new viewers see which team is which and kind of like for a viewer experience, it's a great idea. They just kind of needed to execute on the colors and maybe test them a bit first. Yeah. Like you said, it didn't seem like they tested anything at all. And paradox, I'm going to presume it was paradox that was on, that was on the podcaster that, you know, the first map he was switching between the third person the free cam it was it was like a kid with like it was like a kid's kid kid ugh, i can't get my words out it was like a kid at christmas like yeah. you know new toy and he's just pressing every button i'm not slagging him off at all so if anyone clips this and sends it to him i'm not slagging him off at all i think he is i think he does a fantastic job of what he does he's the best out there and yeah, he like- always gets the best plays on the screen but you know it was a bit ropey at the start yeah, but he was, bought it, it really back. Was. He he made he uh, he made up for it with with most stuff. I mean, there was a couple of times when there was no stats at the end of every game. He had to count a little bit of kill feed. But you know, for the most part, it wasn't it wasn't awful. It was just no. the start that was bad. Everything else yeah. after that, day two and three was it was, um, it was, was a good. rough start. But day definitely day two and three was a big improvement stats wise, mm. at least from yes. from day one. He yeah he, he got the he got to grips with it and he kind of got the hang of it. Like, a lot of people don't like the third-person mode. I think the issue was more just, like, how often he was switching. I think by day three, we saw a good balance of um, swapping between, like, showing third-person at the start of the round as they're all running to positions. Then you swap to first-person. Um, and then a good use of, like, the Skycam would probably be on object- objectives. Yeah. Um, like, well, they, even they have the their uses, or... and we'll get used to them. It's just learning to use them in the right yeah. moments it was um, it was like he it was almost like he had too many tools you know yeah. but I, yeah like i said not slagging them off at all and no, there are I mean, improvements that need to be made but we'll get yeah. there it's, it's it, like like we said earlier it's, it's like a fresh start you know everyone's got to get used to everything that's going on and i know i raged on twitter a little bit on the on the friday we'll say we'll say a little bit we'll keep it clean but you know it's it's got to a point day two and three was good um, and we won't talk about that anymore because you know what's going to happen. We're just going to uh, keep ranting on about that. So um, <laughs> yeah. we'll we'll, uh, we'll switch we'll up on onto someone else who got something a little bit wrong. Um, oh. Nameless, 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 I, nameless. <laughs> I don't, I don't like. It wasn't just him though. There was like other people had made power rankings. It was across the board. Yeah, they weren't. Um, they weren't great, were they? I like. He definitely didn't deserve the hate over the weekend he was getting for his power rankings. Like, I don't think that's fair. And I think it was more just the players were pissed off that, say, like Paris, 12th, London, 8th. You know, 
Scraps came out, or was it Wuss came out after the oh, first game? Yeah, and was like, came out on the first game and just eight, like... He was like, eighth place, yeah? <laughs> like, <laughs> taking a piss out of it. I, I, like, I think Paris is the biggest one to just be like, mm. yo, look. We're good. None of you had a clue. I thought I think... they would be good, but I wasn't sure because I was like, Shocks and Luca have only really been playing amateur stuff over the last year or yeah. two. And then obviously Dens has been... Oh, that was a that was weird. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. Um, obviously Dens was in the league last year with Rec, and um, and is I think Dens is the most underrated player in the league, along with Kismet. Oh, Him and Kismet and probably two of the most Dens underrated players. Played amazingly this weekend. Yeah, I th- I thought like I wouldn't think they were both in top stats, like maybe like two of the top stats we put out. Yeah, um, they were both absolutely frying. And um, who's that? Oh, and Zed. And obviously you got Zed. You know, yeah. Zed, the Zed is a great entry sub to have when you've got people like Dens just sitting behind him. They've got that chemistry from last year as well. I mean, and then you've got the Aussie chemistry and then you just got an absolute slayer and kismet that just comes flying through. I think I think the issue just was that the the initial power rankings, you're going to base it off what you've seen in scrims and over the few weeks running up to it. And people haven't seen much of those teams and you can't really blame them for putting them low down on the rankings when you don't know... Uh, well, like, when they'd only moved over to the US about three yeah. weeks before, you know, obviously they've been playing against top AM teams in 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 Europe, but you know, you get the best practices against the best teams, and the pro teams are better than the amateur team, obviously. Otherwise, yeah. they, otherwise yeah. they wouldn't be amateurs. But exactly. you know, I can understand why people put them twelve, and I'm I think a lot of people were happily proven wrong. Oh yeah, it de- I mean it. It just shows that. There's a lot of teams that were maybe slept on a little bit or, or people were unsure on, and it's just changed the whole dynamic of what, who, who te- which teams are going to be on top. I mean, there's one power ranking that was correct. I Atlanta. will say this. Atlanta phase. Well, like, and, the, and the Huntsman, to be fair. Yeah, true. Huntsman. And part of me wants to say Dallas Empire might be, have been a little bit high, but they had a tough weekend. So yeah, it's kind of that's what I was too say. harsh to say they're not meant to be up there. I think like the top three definitely deserve to be at the top, especially Atlanta. Like they proved themselves to be the number one power ranking. They they didn't drop an S and D round, no round, let alone a map. They dropped zero. They they went twelve and zero in rounds. I put out a tweet after the the second S and D against New York, or well, the first S and D against New, uh, New York. Yeah, they won six rounds. New York had six kills. Oh. Six like, kills. They had two donuts. Those like, stats. Oh my god. Like, I don't wanna don't wanna be harsh on New York, but it was sad to see them stats from them. Because there's was, some great players there, but it was what I said to you. I went, you got the um you got the graphic back to me really quick and yeah. I went, that was quick, and you went, I didn't have uh, to change a lot of zeros. <laughs> yeah, there was, like, there was a lot of zeros ooh. that could stay zeros, unfortunately. A little it bit was, of a roast. It was painful to look at. It um, was. I think it was unfortunate, but I'm sure we'll get into Atlanta in a bit more, but yeah, they just were dominant yeah, across the board. Sure, we'll get into New York a little bit more as well. And, uh, yeah. But actually, just speaking of New York, there's something I want to mention is the... Uh, I know it's all been deleted off of Twitter now, but the uh, <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking I about. I know what's coming here. The uh, Mr. Mr. Paderman himself absolutely yeah. roasting censor on Twitter on the Ravens See, account. <laughs> I, I, the original tweet wasn't even that much of a roast it sense. wasn't a roast at anything. all he, he was just yeah, saying if like, anything it was saying he's a really good player yeah and um, and censified well, back what was it he said it was like oh i'm sick of people roasting me and calling me crap at, yeah. at cod and paddle was a bit like 
uh, what? I think I think the greatest thing I saw on the the competitive Reddit was someone took a tweet that sent to have put out that's like this year I'm not going to feed into negativity and all this, and then five <laughs> days later he he responded to that tweet, and uh, it was just. Yeah, it was one of those social media, and, he, and to be fair to censors, he came out and he apologized, yeah. and he, I think he realized he must have gone back and reread it and gone, oh wait, I've <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a mug. <laughs> um, he definitely took a big bite. Um, yeah, but oh, funny, funny uh, bit of Twitter timeline. Now, I, uh, I just got one more that I need to talk about. It was the, uh, I think it was after Dallas lost their second game. It was like, oh, here's Dallas's new logo, and it was just a picture of a of a router, <laughs> like one of the best routers in America, <laughs> like router empire. Yeah. Like this is shots, yeah. this is shots you hear. He, yeah, he didn't have the best game, uh, the best week, but we'll uh, we'll get more onto the teams and players individually in a bit. Um, yeah. But yeah, just finishing off on the power rankings. I mean, I mean, most most were, they weren't accurate, but there was a few. Teams like... that came out and, and pre- like LA Gorillas actually LA Gorillas, I'm still not convinced they went. No. Obviously they went one on one and they got unlucky in their first game, but yeah. I, I'm not Aches convinced. Definitely say it was two and zero, but I mean Aches has what a point seven and a point six across <laughs> both. Of the, like, it, yeah, I'm not even gonna I'm not gonna expand on that because they had an unfortunate <laughs> forfeit and maybe the ruling was a bit harsh, but it's the way it goes and. As he says, uh, Minnesota got a free W. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they, I I don't I don't feel like it. Like, yes, they threw away what was probably going to be potentially a win for themselves, but the fact that they then still couldn't close it out after that was um, kind of maybe shows that they're not quite ready to be at the top of the the power rankings. I do agree. Maybe they don't need to be at the bottom anymore. Um, they did show themselves to play well, but who's this? Sorry, Paris or or LA? No, this is Gorillas. Oh, Gorillas. Sorry, yeah. Um, I think they show themselves to be better than down at the bottom, but I don't like. If I'm they're not too, I think you're the same as me. You're not convinced. No, they're not. They're not convinced me enough to like say that they should be there up there at the top with some of you, the. You know, they won, but they didn't win convincingly. You know, no. they didn't look fantastic. I'm not saying they look bad because obviously you have to to look decent to win. But um, yeah, I wasn't I wasn't wholly convinced by them. Let's let's say that. Um, but no, one team like, I was disappointed in, especially search and destroy wise, was Seattle. Yeah. Four S and Ds, four losses. I'm going to get the stat up here. Hold on, if you Seattle had a, had a tough time. Um, I think some of their players were play like were doing great on um, hard point and domination and stuff but the, yeah their SNG, S&D was mm. uh was weak and they really they really did struggle um yes over the weekend so they so stats wise they played four S&Ds had 36 oh. rounds so almost almost 10 so what's that like that's nine rounds per S&D so mm-hmm. on average they're losing 6-3 which isn't yeah. great um and then KD wise, I mean, Apathy had a one point one three, which isn't bad. Uh, Enable was kind of back to his um, his World War Two woes with a zero point five four. Karma had a zero point nine three. Octane had a zero point nine, and Slapped had a zero point six three. It yeah. just doesn't. It's just it, it's for the they players on that struggled. team. That's just not 
not good. You know, I, I I like this team. I like I like all five of those players on that team. Yeah. I think they're all fantastic players. But and I mean, last know, week, right? Like I talked about how on paper Seattle Surge looks like a strong team. Top like five, got the, top five yeah, on paper, got, in my opinion. They've got the the players to back it up. But they just they just didn't perform this weekend. Yeah. Um. They didn't they didn't bring it, and hopefully, I'd like to see that they can improve. And come back and show us that they do deserve to be like high up on the power rankings, and they they can live up to their to their names. Yeah, I mean, you've got what well, you've got three time world champ. You've got uh, I've clicked off of it now. I can't remember who's on the team. You we got you got Karma who's a three time world champ, yeah. and Apathy's yeah. a two time world champ, and you know Enable won two tournaments last year, as as did Octane obviously, yeah. and Slacked won one. I mean, you've got an absolutely stacked team. You know, I, I see them as a good S and D team. They've got obviously they've got Teddy Rex um, working behind the scenes with them as their S and D, who is a very good S and D player. And I think that they'll um, they'll build on that. They're they're not going to stay like no. that in S and D. They're they're too good of a team. They're too good individually, and this is just too good full stop to be falling short like that in S and D four times in two series. It's yeah, not up yeah. to par. No, and I think that. I think after this weekend, like they're gonna have, they're gonna drop down the power rankings definitely. I've seen people put them twelfth. I'm like, okay, come on. They lost their series three two. I would put them somewhere around the six to eight kind of mark, maybe mm, six to nine. Yeah, I think subliners are definitely more down at the bottom. I now. would have subliners last. They look better against Atlanta. Obviously, they won the domination and they played the first hard point close, but. The, the yeah. S&D and that second hard point, they were not close at oh, that, all. That second hard point, FaZe just walked all over them. Yeah. Um, it was, uh, but yeah, I think Subliners have definitely, unfortunately, they've dropped down. Um, up to gaming. Also, I mean... <sighs> they, slash, they, they have the most potential out of any team. They, they, in, they've in got good players, and yes, they've, they've got a lot of hate going into it. Um just for the fact that they're now the new optic, but they didn't perform and they really struggled, especially like Paris, who was meant to be the underdog and just came in and absolutely. The thing is they didn't struggle against Paris. I don't, I don't understand when people are saying they struggled against Paris. And that's why I still thought London were going to win that second, that one that they played against Paris because optic played them three, two and they, Mm. they, I'm not going to say they choked. It wasn't a choke, but you know, Kismet carried them in that last map. I think I think he had something yeah. like three or four first bloods. He went thirteen and four. Like he was just pushing up through um through half wall like that side and just rushing onto that, that bomb site and just killing everyone in his path. You know, they, they couldn't they couldn't trade him, they couldn't fry him back. It was uh that yeah, was the Kismet, Kismet was show, wasn't it? Problem for them. Kismet's gonna be um, a problem for a lot of people this year. Yeah. I, I feel like we're gonna be talking about him a lot this every Monday it's gonna be uh the yeah. Kismet, Kismet, Kismet kind of stuff. Because I remember seeing him in World War Two when he um when he was playing in the open it was the last chance qualifier against uh, Lightning Pandas, which was like Theory, Goonjar, people like that. And um he, he was talking some shit after the first two maps and then and then he got reverse swept, but he was frying in that and that was two years ago. And then yeah. he, he took that into Black Ops Four with um with the Enigma Six team, and and I, I thought I thought he was underrated last year, and I still think this year he's going to be an underrated player as well. Yeah, he, I mean, well, he's already like, he came in, in this weekend and he's proved himself to to not be slept on. 
Um, that can, like he can definitely perform for Paris. It'll be interesting to see if we like how he does in a couple of weeks in London. Um, hopefully, we get London gets another a rematch. Oh, we can't get through uh, Toronto, and then probably I would say the Huntsman. I was um, I can't remember who the Huntsman are playing now, but um, I think it's LA Gorillas. I think the Huntsman have got the Gorillas. Yeah, right. they do. Yeah, they do because it's Pat versus. The old, the old optic in it. I'm wondering yeah, if Pat's actually going to win that. I wouldn't be surprised if he, uh, if it becomes the Huntsman Slayer instead of the Optic Slayer nowadays. <laughs> I really wouldn't be surprised, honestly. He, uh, he does love to beat them, doesn't he? Yeah, so, he does. He does. Um, but it, I mean, it's going to be tough for us to match up with Paris again. It'd be nice to see that again, though. Definitely. Yeah, I don't think it's good. Well, we definitely can't until the bracket. So that's uh, no. kind of sucks. But I'd love to see us versus Paris. That would just. There'll be a lot of abuse thrown. Let's uh, let's put it that way towards yeah, the uh, towards the Paris lot. I think the crowd crowd will definitely be uh, against Paris all weekend, shall we say? Oh God, I'm going to be hurling abuse left, right, and centre at them. They, I love Zed, and I like. I actually do like. It sucks because I really like oh, the players on the it's team. Nothing against the players. It's <laughs> just, just Paris, just your hometown. <laughs> it's a rivalry, you know. We we can like the players. I just don't like the the organisation. <laughs> Um, but seeing as we've already uh, started to talk about teams, we'll kind of move off the power rankings now and we'll kind of talk more about the teams individually, how they performed, and uh, we'll kind of, and then on yeah. the end of that, we'll start to talk about who's to watch out for in London. Obviously, there's only eight of the 12 teams going, but we'll, um, do we want to start with, um, do we start with Atlanta? We already briefly touched on them. Um, we, we said we'll we touch on them a well, bit later. Like, might as well go through alphabetically. Just, I've got it all yeah. up here. Um, I mean, Atlanta just, they were so dominant all weekend across the board. Like, yeah. they had an answer to every situation. No, it's all, like, no matter what. Sorry, team, go on. Um, yeah. It was just like, they just showed they know what they're doing and they had control of every match. It was just all you were messaging me. You were like, they're just so dominant. You're like, they have an answer to everything. Like, they get triple capped and then suddenly they've got two caps and they, you know, yeah. in domination, they were, obviously that was the only game mode they lost, but I was just using that as an example. Like they would get broken or, or they would lose spawn straight away for a hill and they would immediately have control of the hill again. It's like, how do you uh, do that? Like, how can all of you play at such a fast pace? See this, like one thing that uh, struck me that like they've just, their calculator was somewhat, I think Maven tweeted about the fact that they went like on domination, they ran in one at a time, and obviously we were all getting killed. And he talked to them and asked them, I can't remember which player it was, said, but yeah, we did that on purpose because it's easier to flip spawns if we're all dead. Blimey. So they were purposefully, like they were obviously hurling themselves at the point to maybe try and cap it, but they were also in the hopes that, well, enough of them will die that they'll be able to flip the spawns and get to a different spawn point. And I'm like, just that thought process... Yeah. And I'm going to die. <laughs> I'm going to die mean, to get a better position yeah, on the map. Like. Exactly, and it's like, and I mean, after that domination, we we saw how well they know hardpoint. They just ran over um, subliners, yeah, and just like they didn't have a chance. They know all the hard points. They're on rotations in time. They get set up. They hold points. S and D. They're just absolutely disgusting yeah we already um, do i don't think we need to touch yeah. on that anymore they were uh, no. they yeah all, all, uh, i think there's two words to describe and is um 
pure class, I think, would yeah, be my two I words think, to describe him. Un- and one word would be unmatched. Three of their players were across all of our top tens from the weekend. Yeah. I think Simp was in all of them bar one, which just shows like... Selium was in all of them. Priester was in like four or five of them. Yeah. Like, they all just do it. They all do it all. I think that's what's. So, I think that's what's so balanced. I remember coming into this. I I made a video with um, Geometric. Um, well, she made the video, and I supplied her with all the statistics for it. Um, and we would. She was kind of discussing how this Atlanta team would play. Obviously, with them all being a little bit inexperienced and and young, but. You know they've just come in and jar. I mean, everyone knew they were going to like thought they were going to be good, uh, but they've they've upped the levels of kind of I feel like what everyone expected of them. Oh yeah, I think everyone was like had heard yeah they're dominating on scrims and they're going to be like the top team or one of the top teams, but I don't think anyone quite expected them to have control of every game like that well. But um, to do it so consistently, like especially in the SDs, oh. but um. I, th- I feel like we we don't really need to touch on Atlanta too much because I feel like everyone already knows how good they are. Yeah. Um, so let's move over on to Chicago. Um, obviously, the second best team of the weekend. Yeah. You know, dominant. Also only dropped... People forget this. They also only dropped one map. And they also played yeah. against Dallas and played against Optic. Whereas Atlanta played... Um, obviously Dallas as well, but then also played Subliners who, I mean, to me, looked a lot worse than Optic Gaming did. Yeah. Um, so I'm not gonna. I'm not saying Chicago are better. I still think Atlanta are definitely the best team in the game. But, but yeah. that Chicago team, people aren't talking about them enough. You know. No, and I think very, I think that's good. partly because everyone's like, well, it's Scump and Formal. Like, yeah, they're going to be good. Like everyone just expects them to be the top team. And I I think to see Scump and Formal together, RCTs. They've like they've got a strong team, and they proved that it doesn't matter. It's not like the the optic team was the bet. Like it doesn't matter that that's no longer a thing, and they've all gone their separate ways. Like Scump's still showing that. Yeah, I'm I'm top on whatever team I go on to. I mean, he had a he had a crazy series. If we look at look at his stats across the board, he had a he had a one point one point one overall. He had a, a 1.04 respawn, a 1.0 hard point, and a, a 1.12 domination. But he had a 2.25 in S and D. I mean, Scum's not just... known. He's not known for being a, an S and D prowess. I mean, he. If, I mean, you look at the stats for them on Search and Destroy. I mean, I know they only played two. One of them they got like six one six one yeah. on. I think it was. I mean, Arcidi's had a 0.45. Envoy had a point zero uh, point eight. I mean, Formal was the only other one over positive, and he had a 1.18. to me I actually had a bet on uh, Optic to win that second map and I was very surprised at at how Chicago looked after that first one against Dallas uh, when they played them on Arklov obviously they clearly look a lot better on on Piccadilly which I think especially with snipers it's like formal I mean it's going to be quite nice if if you're a sniper and you're on Piccadilly it's just like your playground it seems who who did we see it from we saw it from Waskin formal God RX we even saw zero Um, I mean Simp even was looking pretty nasty with it yeah you know all of these players are bringing out the big sticks in uh, Piccadilly and I feel like good luck getting across like on those crosses without the smokes because you are getting pinged you're dead I I feel like Piccadilly is going to be a Probably the map we see uh, banned a lot. I think people uh, are going to vote against it. I, I did think that. 
I did think that we'd see it bound a lot. I, th- I thought we saw it a lot. I well, I thought we saw it a lot more than what I originally expected. True. Yeah. I, I like when we first saw it. I was like, oh, people are actually playing Piccadilly. But yeah, um, I, I think it's a fun one to watch because it. Yeah. You know, you got the snipers. You've got it's it not as slow one. as something like Arklov. You know, it's a little bit more close quarters with all the the buildings and the buses in the middle. Um, but I can see why people yeah. don't like playing it. <laughs> it helped break up watching Gunrunner after Gunrunner. Oh my god, that's why I kept putting it out on the tweets, being like Gunrunner again, <laughs> Hackney Yard yeah. again. Yeah. You know, we the... we got those a lot. I, I feel like I was uh, going to bed with the words Hackney Yard and Gunrunner imprinted in my eyeballs. But um, I mean, they're fast. Yeah, get... They're fast paced. They're fun to watch. So you know, oh. I mean, you can't you can't complain too much. But We're bringing yeah. it back to to Huntsman, I think yeah. it just. They've got a strong team, and I think I think you're going to see Huntsman and Faze. It'll be it'll be interesting to see when they they finally get to match up and to see who can really prove themselves as the top dog. Well, we're not going to see it in London, which sucks. No, um, and I, I I don't know. I don't have the schedule up. I'm not actually sure if Chicago are going to. Um, I think they are Atlanta. in Atlanta. Okay, so I we might get to see it, then. and I hope we get to see it then because. That's the matchup I was saying it this weekend. I was like, I just want to see Chicago play against Atlanta. Like best two yes. teams, you know that would be. That, they're that, in Atlanta. So. I I do I would go with Atlanta just because of the fast pace. But I feel like Chicago could adapt a lot better than mo- most other teams when playing against such a fast pace like that because they've got people like yeah. Formal and Arsities and even Gunness is good on the AR. You know they've got three people that can just sit in pre-aim corners and be like, we're here. Do you want to come? Like, do you want to come to us? I think that's how Chicago yeah, would probably I play that. I think Chicago will really test how, like, if FaZe actually has an answer to anything. Because at the moment it feels like they do, but Huntsman right, will really be putting that to the test, I think, if we see them match up. Yeah, I mean, that would be the matchup there. That's, I mean, yeah, that's the matchup everyone wants to see. So, um, but should we move on to who they both seem to have played? Uh, last week in the Empire in Dallas yeah opinions one map out of I think they played seven maps and they won one map I think it's, it, it might be a bit harsh to say this but they're, they're all talk no bark maybe or no bite um, <laughs> all bark no bite is yeah. that what it is yeah something like that yeah something like that but they they talked the big game going into the event um, they well yeah they struggled against Huntsman and then obviously, like I, I can't really hold them against like FaZe, which just we've talked about how dominant they were. So I think they were always going to struggle against that. I don't think it's fair to say that they're not a good squad. No, like they I have agree. The, the hardest lineup of the weekend. Oh, um, the, I mean, I had them beating Chicago. Admittedly, I didn't know how good Chicago were. I hadn't watched too many scrims, but I I was surprised that I I kind of knew sorry that when they lost to Chicago they were going 0-2 mm. you know when especially coming off against a loss especially against like your old teammates with Krim going up against yeah. Foreman and Scump and then Arsity's going up against um, Clayster you know that's tough to bounce back from you've got to have real strong mentality to be like yeah you we are. just lost to our fucking enemies and now we've got to go and play against these young guns who are the most cracked kids in the in the world yeah, and they just watched them like run over New York. Yeah, like nothing. So yeah, they they definitely going into that Atlanta game were gonna struggle without a doubt. I kind of expected maybe a bit more of a like close one with Huntsman, um, 
I, I had Huntsman to win. I felt that they might, like, as much as Dallas were proving to be like a strong team in scrims and stuff, there is that, like, that mentality game was strong between the two of them. And I just thought, if Huntsman can start, like, get a win and really get a bit of momentum, it's going to play on the, the play on Empire's players' minds and it's going to, like, rattle them a bit. And it seemed to, that seemed to be what happened. Oh, you yeah, could I mean, see at the end of the yeah. match, like, <laughs> words were definitely thrown. Um, it's all for com- show. They don't hate each other. There's some no. bad blood, and there's some. There's obviously been some misunderstandings. But I'll be very surprised if, if Scump and say formal, they you know, and Crimsix, they all hate each other. Like, I just don't buy into it. You know, Scump yeah, is I, Scump's I, I a clown it. at the end of the hey. day. Like he loves loves to take the piss. So yeah. it's, it's definitely. I wouldn't say it's hate. I think it's just that strong competitive nature. Hundred um, percent. They want to beat each other. They have a bit of bad blood with the whole breakup and the free agency stuff. But there's no hatred. I I don't believe there's any hatred there. I think, if anything, it's just more... Crimson is the one who's saying a lot of the stuff and it's kind of just bit him in the ass, really, after that that matchup. But Huntsman are definitely looking strong and Empire. Empire, I think, are going to be a strong team. They just had a tough matchup, so it's kind of hard to say at the moment. I think they're coming to London, so it'll be nice to see how they do in London. Um, hopefully, with yeah, I mean, I want to see Ely. Games. I specifically want to see Huke frying again. You know, he was not nasty last year, and I want to see Illy doing well because obviously yeah. he's come up. I I don't know too much about Shotzi. Um, obviously, I know he was a he's a former world champion in Halo, um, and, and obviously other players, including players on his team, have previously transferred those skills into Call of Duty. It'd just be interesting to see. They've put a lot of faith in putting him straight on this team. So, you know, it'll be interesting yeah, to yeah. see if he can repay it because they have one of the greatest players of all time sitting on their bench. This is true. They do. And, um, and I know everyone knows, it's, obviously, it's Tommy. They, they, he's, you know, he's just sitting making a free rack, you know. <laughs> but I know he wants to be playing. I mean, you know Tommy a little bit better than I yeah. do. Yeah. I mean, there was... I'm pretty sure it was Clayster tweeted yesterday at the end of the event that maybe they'd have to sub him in a, in London, which I'd love to see. Oh, I'd love it. <laughs> like if they, I, I'd look. That's something like briefly. Like I'd love to see. We didn't see any of it this weekend, but it'd be quite interesting to see if we do start to see subs get used and subbed in maybe mid match. Yeah, I mean we touched on it last week, uh, or when was it? The week before, whenever it was. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much we will see it mid match. I mean, bet- like between series like one series to another potentially mm. if someone really is struggling or you know someone's ill per se we will see the odd sub if they're there i mean the players might not even be there i, mean, I presume tommy's going to travel over to to london i'd be surprised if he'd be upset if he didn't um uh, i think he is doing yeah i would i mean you can you can probably dm him and ask well, i mean he's this could be him asking but yeah. um yeah moving on if if you're ready, if you if yeah, you're no, done with yeah. talking about Dallas, we can uh, we can move on to because we've got quite a few teams to get through, and we're uh, already about forty odd minutes into this uh, into this podcast. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, it's gone quick. Um, we'll start talking about Florida. Um, right. Pleasantly yep. surprised, personally. I thought yeah. they looked good, um, not fantastic, uh, but as Pristini said, I think I think it was Pristini I said after. Um, their second match, I think it was. He was like, we were just a team that we formed because we were the 
ones that were left in, in yeah, the commons. Yeah, they you kind know. of just like left out, weren't they? But how some of those players were left out, like Skies and Morks, even Havoc. Like, I, I, I mean, Prestini was a world champion. I personally don't yeah. think Prestini is the best player. I think he's a good player, and I, he obviously contributed to their win last year. But he's not. Yeah. He's not a superstar. But he does his role. He plays his role well. He's a beta. He, you know, he's in first, doing all that, doing all the hard stuff. And they've got two good betas in in him and Havoc. And I. Th- I I think they're going to be a good team. I thought before this they were going to be a good team, and people had them pretty low on their power rankings. But I like this team, and I think they're all quite big personalities. You know, you've got Frosty and Havoc. There, well, especially Havoc, he's a bit of a personality in Pristini. And then you've got someone like Skies, who who is he is nasty. He is nasty. Yeah. It's Skies, in my opinion. I mean, I think they definitely were slept on a little bit running into this. Like they. They're a good team, and there's a lot of potential there. Um, I think over the next few, like the next few events, we'll see them get more, maybe more into the groove, and see some of those young, like players that have been slept on a bit um, come into their own light. It'd be be interesting to see how they, if they get up against some of the big teams, how well they do. Um, yeah, who did they them, play this week? They played Seattle. Seattle and I'm forgetting who the other one was. It Gorilla. Did they play against? Gorillas? Yes, it was. It was Gorillas. Yeah, and they lost to the Gorillas, didn't they? No, yes. they did. Yeah, they looked. Yeah, because yeah, the Gorillas went one and one, and so did Florida. Yeah, they both went one and one. Um, they do need to pick up on their domination. They played two, lost two. Um, mm. Search, they went 50%. Hard point, they won 75% of their hard points. Um, thought they looked quite good in hard point, especially Skies. Skies, um, I will keep talking about Skies. It's a bit like yeah, his Sky, bit for me. Skies I will was... just. Yeah, definitely want to watch on that team for sure. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Really, him and him really and Morks, I think, are their their two kind of per se superstars. Morks, obviously, few less engagements because he's a bit of a slower AR. Um, I think Skies has been told you've got to play a little bit quicker, considering he dropped more kills in in their um, hard points than anyone else right. on their team. Yeah, um, seven, sorry, four more than Pristini and Pristini, you know had the most engagements. He had 113 hardpoint kills and 122 hardpoint deaths. Yeah. That's a lot of engagements. Yeah, that, was that, that 200 is. and 235? 235 engagements across four maps. So it's quite a lot. It's quite a lot. Um, but, I mean, not too much to touch on on that team. They look no. good. They look good, not great. They do. Um, but I think there's a lot of potential on that team because... Um, it would be, be interesting to see how they do over the, the coming weeks and if those superstars really start to mm. shine on their team. Speaking of superstars, uh, just looking at my uh, my jumper and my cap here, uh, the London Royal Ravens. Um, <laughs> I've come our, fully our kitted out. I've come fully kitted out for the podcast to support the boys. Um, um, but I will um, first off. I will. I will say yes. I predicted New York to beat them, uh, and I know Mister Ben Rattle is in here. And he wants me to publicly apologise. And um, I'm going to look straight into my camera. This is me publicly apologising to the Royal Ravens for, <laughs> for predicting the New York Subliners to beat them 3-1 when the Ravens absolutely smoked them 3-0. I'm sorry to, to Dylan, Jerd, Rated, Scraps and Waskins. Please accept my apology and I will see you all at London. I, I would just like to say I had London Ravens to win. I was not against them. I'm a true fan. <laughs> um, though I do give Subliners a bit more credit. I had them for free too. But I think we yeah. all thought Subliners were going to be better than they were. But we'll uh, yeah. we'll touch on them in a bit. 
Uh, we won't go into them. We'll, we'll continue talking about London um, and how oh, they, they, they looked very out. good in the first series. Yeah, they Not were. Very the, good in the their first series. one against New York, they came out like on fire. Hell. Absolutely on fire. Waskins. I don't think we need to talk about anyone else apart from Wask. No. I mean, what did they I have? Two point zero nine. Two point zero nine in a whole series. Three maps. Yeah, he and he had the highest KD, didn't he, of the the whole weekend? Yeah, with a one point six. Yeah, I'm just gonna try so, and find some map stats here from. Uh, he he just came out London. on Piccadilly, especially, and all the casters made the joke. Well, it's their home ground map; they know it better than others. No, Wuskin just came out like an absolute god. But he, the thing is, to me, he wasn't just slaying. I mean, he had twenty six and sixteen in in the first map, but he had a minute ten on the hard point. In yeah. the in the search to destroy eleven and three three first bloods he was shooting po- people through the bloody oh he got the, through, through the, the smoke, smoke shot we, like we got to took like that shot made me jump out of my chair like oh, it's just shots like that don't happen very often on a pro pro stage no and it was oh, some great moments of that match. Uh, yeah, um, and then sorry, in Dom. sorry, I was just wasn't concentrating then. He uh, into the Dom, yeah. I mean, thirty-two and fourteen. I can't, there's no words how good he was, but it, it's not like he was playing against amateurs. He's playing against attached Zuma, accuracy, temp, and um, zero. Yeah, like strong players. world-class players. I mean, you've got world champions in there. It, it, I was I, I was absolutely dumbfounded at how how well he played that's not me saying he's not a good player at all i'm not saying i was so surprised that he he played really well but he exceeded all expectations that oh, was yeah. that was the best performance we gave him mvp in all three maps that didn't happen mm-hmm. any other time of the weekend you no, know finals like he, what were his final stats they were just unbelievable oh, yeah no he he definitely came out and performed for london and the like the ravens like he led that team in that first series and really showed why they're going to be a team to watch. Yeah, Obviously, they, they, they looked a bit inconsistent going into that second game. Yeah, I um, think going into the second one with Paris, whether they just weren't like on it that because they, they played morning games on both and whether they just weren't like awake locked in for the Paris, maybe there was this because there was so much pre- like. They won't admit that there's pressure there, but there's across social media, like we've built up this rivalry of London v Paris. You're definitely going to go into that game and be like, right, we got to win this to prove a point that we're the better EU team. And sometimes it, that can go against you. And Kismet, obviously, we've talked about him already. Like he definitely gave London a hard time. And we, we struggled a bit. He'll give a lot, like we said earlier, he's going to give a lot of people a hard time. Um, but just finishing up touching on London. Um, Dylan was pretty cracked in a uh, in domination. I think what yes, he averaged, he, he averaged, was. he had twenty caps across two games. Um, had a one point one point zero in domination. I mean, he's only going to get better. Yeah, he's he's disgusting. Is is Dylan? I'm excited yeah. to see uh, see him for the season. Obviously, you know, he came into relevancy last year, and uh, I just I just like this team. I like this London team. I'm not just saying think... that because I support London. I I genuinely like the look I of mean... the team. That first that first series, I definitely think we saw the potential that is there, and how good of a team they can be. So, I'm sure as the as the season progresses, we'll really see them 
get into their own and show us why they're they're one of the top teams. Yeah, I hope so too. Um, talking of teams that aren't so top in our opinion, don't think they're awful, but uh, not not the not wholly convinced like we mentioned earlier. So we probably won't stay on them for too long. But uh, the LA Gorillas um, looked yeah. alright. I mean, we've already really touched on them, so I don't really want to say too much again because we'll probably just be repeating ourselves. But they played yeah, a lot of maps. Um, sorry, go on. No, I was going to say, yeah, there's not, there's not much more that we haven't already said. Um, I think that first series, they were, they came out looking quite strong and dominant. It looked like they were just going to take the map. And then I, I understand, like, there was a ruling on, like, and they lost the second series by forfeit. And (laughs) yes, that's unfortunate. Was it a bit harsh? Possibly. We don't really know all the full details. But that clearly knocked them, and they just weren't able to kind of recompose themselves after that. And well, they did. Well, they. I mean, they did because well, they because they, they did beat Florida. You got to remember they did. Yeah, come out they, and beat they did in their second. Oh, sorry, you talking? Sorry, you're talking about in the game against yeah, against sorry, Minnesota. That, sorry, yes, first sorry. match against Minnesota. Minnesota. Like they were the first two games, they had looked dominant, and then they lost that ruling, and it obviously obviously got in their heads and. Minnesota Rocker was able to then just pull it back and take that win, which kind of is why I think we feel we're a bit unsure. They look strong and they can show that they're strong, but there's still just some things where like mm, they're not convincingly enough. Yeah, it's what we said earlier. We're not convinced yeah. by them, but I mean, anyone can. It's a long season. I mean, anyone can beat anyone at this point. I mean, Maven tweeted out that thing earlier saying this is the most stacked the league's ever been. Anyone oh, yeah. can beat anyone, and and I really hope that we're in for a really good year. Um, talking yeah, of the talking of the year, started um, off the year in Minnesota, and we so we'll uh, we'll move on to talking about the Minnesota team. Um, I like um, the look of the team on paper. Yeah. Wasn't wholly convinced. People are putting top four. I mean, in the power rankings. I mean, we we can't talk about power rankings too much because obviously last time someone yeah. did them, they were a bit skew whiff, but. I'm not sold. I think they're good. I think they're good, and I think they've definitely got a lot of potential there. And they did play well over the weekend. They didn't play overly convincingly. Like, they didn't really dominate. But I think they definitely had home field advantage. And, like, just having that home crowd behind you is definitely going to help keep you going. Um, But, yeah, they're a bit... I don't know whether I'd put them right up in the top, like the top five, but. But the weird thing is, like, who else do you put up there? Yeah. It's they, like, it was they a weird look week. good. Kind of like they've come out what two and zero. Oh, um. With a. I think I might be being too oh. harsh. Yeah, they, they they didn't look awful, but they did get. The, my point is, is they they got blessed. Oh, blessed is a harsh word. Yeah. They got lucky in the first series with the forfeit and completely rocked the gorillas. You know they didn't recover, and they, and, I mean, as, and they, as X says, they took a free a free dub. It wasn't a free dub because they still had to go out and win the yeah. rest of the series. But you know, and I mean, they're good. Like they played convinced. ultra, and I wouldn't say they convincingly built beat ultra. No. That was a close game. See, that's what I mean. They're, they're like the gorillas. I'm not. I'm not convinced. I think they yeah. they will be good, and I think they can be good. And I and I prefer them over the gorillas. I think they're better yeah. than the gorillas. But I'm just not fully convinced. If... No, yeah, I, I know what you mean. They're, 
there's too many things that weren't going right for them that like they won their games but they still were making a lot of mistakes in places and struggling at times so i think that's why it's kind of a bit unsure still uh mm. be interesting to see how that how they do over the next few weeks and see if they we get a better feel for how how good they are uh i will say one thing though about minnesota rock i loved gary v's thing oh you, i thought you were gonna say something else. Desk. yeah that was uh, that was funny i've sure. been a fan as i said last i've been a fan of gary, gary v for a long time so i was so ready for him to start effing and blinding on the honest analyst desk yeah that was funny it, just, it was um what oh. lottie was like oh my god yeah and <laughs> hex's was so... <laughs> face is the best hex's he was face like, is the best. Um, yeah, meme, meme that one um, yeah. But yeah, I'll just touch on Minnesota one more time. There is one thing I am convinced on, and that is how fucking good is God RX. Oh, oh my god! He to me, he's going to be stats. a top. I think he's going to be a top five player this whole year. I know people. Obviously, he he came out in the World War Two season a bit more. I think he ended up on. Was he on Ghost Game? He was not. I think he was on Ghost Gaming, um, with Parasite. Oh, anyway. Um, and then obviously he came a lot more in last year again on that Enigma Six team. Was he on? A, God, my mind's yeah. He was on Enigma right. Six. Yeah, I think he was um, with Kismet. No, I need to stop talking about Kismet. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I mean, what was? Uh, I can't remember the event it was, but he had like the best stats of the whole event last year. And he's just carried that on. He carried it all through Miami and Champs, and then has carried it into this year. I thought he looked phenomenal. He did. He did look really good, and I think that is one of the reasons why. Rocket looks good at times. It's like God RX mm. definitely helps lead that team. Um, but yeah, be, he kind of needs to be more. Their their team has the potential with him to go go places, but we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. I think. Yeah, I mean, uh, moving on then. If we're uh, if we're done about Minnesota, yeah. uh, we can do it. I mean, we've already touched on New York quite a lot, so we can just briefly skip over them. I mean. Again, yeah. not convinced. Didn't look good. Couple of donuts in S and D. Didn't look convincing. They looked good in two maps, maybe out of their seven. Uh, yeah. In the domination, it's not, it's not what you expected from New York. Um, I definitely thought they'd do better this weekend. Yeah. Um, it's a shame, really, that there's definitely players on their team that should be doing better and should be, but like, playing a lot better than they are, but. It's week one. I guess you kind of got to give them a bit of benefit and hope that they maybe get get the things fixed and can start looking more like they should. But yeah, there's yeah they got a stacked roster. They got a stacked roster. They should be. I'm not going to say they should be doing better because I don't like using terms like that. Um, but they have. They have. It's weird because I didn't see any potential. I saw a tiny bit of potential in a couple of matches. Um, not mm. as much potential as I saw in like the Minnesota and even the Gorillas team. But just you just look at those names on paper and you just know you're just like they're not going to be bad for the whole year. No, no, they're not. You know they're I mean, a good team. If they, they can get their hard good. point a bit more on point, I think they'll they'll start to look good. They, I mean, they won the domination against Phase, but it's kind of hard to put a team up for winning. Like domination's so yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Unpredictable. It's a weird one. It's a weird one times. So. Yeah, it was just a tough weekend for them, and I, I, I would hope to see them do better, but I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, um, but we can move on to another team that, to, on paper as well as New York, definitely underperformed. 
um, which is obviously Optic Gaming LA. Mm. It's a Slash weird one. To, to me, they're the second or third best team on paper. Yeah. But they, they looked they looked all right against Paris. They looked like we mentioned earlier. They looked decent. They didn't look awful, but they didn't look great. But then, I mean, you're sticking them up against the Huntsman. The Huntsman just just they just fried them to another level. They did. Um, I mean, Huntsman obviously we said earlier looking great and optic, but they have the players there that should be playing well, and they just whether it was because they lost to Paris and it got in their heads maybe it meant they just didn't play as well against Huntsman but they're not performing as they should be really I would give more credit to Huntsman on the win against Optic than than Paris than Paris making them be a little bit like ooh because mm. that like we mentioned earlier I'm not going to go back onto them a lot but that that Chicago team is is a genuine yeah, they, real deal you know they, they th- they'll they'll rival phase the whole year but I don't want to touch on them again because uh We've still got a couple more teams to get through. Speaking of Paris, yeah. we've yeah. only touched on them, but let's let's hear your uh, let's hear your opinion again. I mean, I think they surprised everyone from being at the bottom of the rankings. Even I, I like we we based it off the rankings, and I didn't expect them to do do well at all. They came out, they they beat Optic, not absolutely smashed them, but they beat them, a team that you probably wouldn't have expected them to beat at all. Um, and then, unfortunately for London, like they came out and just, just steamrolled London. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah, it wasn't um, pretty. They, Kismet, as we've talked about already, Kismet's looking really strong. I'm just going to title this the Kismet Show now. Like, <laughs> it's all it's going to be called on YouTube, just the Kismet Show. It's all it's all we seem to talk about. But um, like I said earlier, we will be talking about Kismet a lot. This yeah. Year. But yeah, I think Paris are looking looking good and proving that they're actually a decent team and going to be one to be rivaled. Yeah, I get what you mean. I don't like how you put that, saying actually a decent team, because you look on paper, they are a good team. It was just no one, I think it was just that no one expected them to be a good team. It's not like... Yeah, no. No one expected them to do as well as they did. I think everyone everyone in this league is a good team. I think it's just, you have to have, someone has to be at the bottom. Yeah, they do, and and they were the ones that got put at the bottom, and and you know they may see it as unfair. Obviously, I think everyone does see it as unfair now, considering they went two and zero on the weekend. But yeah, they they look like a they look like a team, and I think they're the, they're the team that looks the most. Maybe apart from Atlanta, they look the most like in sync. Actually, Matt and Chicago. Yeah. Actually, I would probably put Paris third in my power rankings. They looked very good they look like a team like they look yeah, like they they, they like each other i think that's that's the difference between them and a lot of other teams at the moment yeah i think they've got they work together really well across like all the game modes like they know they seem to know what they're doing and yeah. have like great teamwork so yeah no, i would agree they're definitely up there in the top three top four at the moment yeah i agree um I mean, they what? They went six and six and two on the weekend. I think is that right? Six and two. Something like. Oh. Yeah, they dropped. They so yeah, they dropped a hard point and they dropped an S and D both against Optic. Yeah, and then they won. Obviously, won three zero against yeah. London. So, they, yeah, I, I like this Paris team. I don't like Paris as the uh, as the organisation as we touched on earlier. I'm not not a fan with the rivalry yeah. of London, but I do like. I've always liked all of these players on the London team. Oh, sorry, on the Paris team. Paris team. Um, 
and then obviously we've already touched on Seattle quite a lot earlier, so probably just actually just skip over them because um, yeah. we've already touched on them. But we'll uh, I'll just say good team needs to improve in search and destroy. Yeah, definitely. Because they look good in all the other modes. I mean, yeah, when the, 50, the potential's 50%. there. They've got the players. It's just they just need to go away, fix some things, and yeah. hopefully come back stronger. Hundred percent. I agree. And then finally, is the uh, is the fake kings of the north uh, in Toronto? Um, I thought they looked good. Yeah. I thought there was I mean, definitely flaws in their game. It looks like they don't fully know if this is their starting roster. Yeah, because considering last week the starting roster that was supposedly uh, is what it was going to be, they changed a couple of players, I think. No, I think it was the same. Oh, it, I think it? It, I think it was the same, yeah. Um, on the substance, they've obviously got Bantz, Brack, Kleenex, Lucky and Mayhem. Um, I feel like Bantz would probably be the first player to break Maybe in. Small. Maybe Brack. Possibly. Brack's only had one year, whereas Bantz has obviously been around for a while now. Kleenex is another young gun. Um, I, I like. I think I like this team. Um, I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> because yeah, they the... looked alright, but they didn't Again, it's like the gorillas in Minnesota, but definitely more like the gorillas. I wasn't convinced. Yeah, there's def like there's a couple of players on their team like um, methods and metals that definitely showed that they're good, but mm. it just did. I think it goes back to what we talked about last week. There's ten players for them to pick from, and it's trying to find that five that gel the best together, mm. but also can hold the own against the other teams so it wouldn't surprise me if they're the first team we start to see changes in roster um, just because they've got the players to maybe play around with it a bit but yeah it's a bit here and there they they held their own a bit against Rocker and gave that a tough fight but I wouldn't have like, like we said they're a bit more like Gorillas not fully convinced yet that they're a solid team. I think I'm convinced with their search and destroy. I mean, they played three with 28 rounds and, and three wins. They won. They won all mm. of their search and destroys. Classic looked phenomenal in that search and destroy against the Rocker. Um, yeah. What was it? I think he went 16 and five. Was it? I think it was 16 so, and five. Um, looked looked really good. Looked really good. Um, but classic is one of them hit and miss players. I mean, he's a bit. Obviously, last year he was. Uh, he was the banter, wasn't he? Everyone was just taking the piss out of him, being like, your shit. Um, and this year, he, he's looked better. Just, It's the same for me. I'll say it again. It's the same as the Gorillas. I'm just not convinced, not sold on them. And I agree with you. I think they'll be the first ones to probably make a change. Not Possibly. because not because they're not good, but just because, like we said, they don't. I don't think they fully know their roster. I don't think they yeah. fully know who... They want to be starting. They release their roster so late that that's what it feels like. I would agree on that. Yeah. yeah. I think they'll probably be going away. It wouldn't surprise me if they're going away and just trying different rosters and different setups. And are, see. are they at London? Have you got it? Um, I can double check. Because if they're at London, I feel like they won't change. Um, they much. are at London. Okay. I don't feel like they'll change much for London. Um, if they do it, maybe just be one player. Yeah. Even then, or I maybe wouldn't be surprised if they don't. Swap out um, someone in the... Maybe swap 
some stuff out for a player out move the hard point or domination, but keep the same search and destroy, yeah. search yeah, and destroy yeah, yeah. roster because they know that that's looking good. But yeah. yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see. It will be. It will be. I'm excited for London. Um, and I mean, who have we? Who who's at London? It's, I can't even remember that. So we've got uh, Chicago will come in. Yeah. We've got Dallas Empire. Okay. Yeah, LA, nice. LA Gorillas. Okay. New York. Paris, Seattle, and Toronto. I like that lineup. Good mix. I like that. Um, yeah. Who to watch I mean, out for? I would say Paris, but I don't yeah. think it's a watch out for. It's definitely watch the Paris games because they are genuinely a good team. They looked really good. Obviously, I would re-watch for Empire. I feel like they're going to really bounce back. They're going to go away. Shotzi's going to get get fucking cracked on uh, on his internet again. Uh, and then yeah. he'll be, I think he'll be, obviously it was his first COD land, same with Illy, and I feel like they're going to come over to London and they won't do what Simp did last year. Obviously when Simp came to London, he was uh, unbelievable. But they'll, um, I think they'll improve and I think they will do better. I think Chicago will probably win the whole thing, um, especially with no Atlanta there. I don't really, I mean, London yeah. with the London crowd potentially and maybe the Empire, but the way that Chicago absolutely demolished the Empire this week, um, I know obviously there's a two-week gap, but I, yeah. I would say, if we're making a prediction now, I would say Chicago are going to win it. Um, I mean, we've got... I'm looking at the games now. So the first games we've got is Paris versus New York. Yeah, nice. Um, so, I, I mean... I, I kind of, after what we saw this weekend, I would expect Paris to win that. Really. I will be supporting New York, though. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Uh, then you've got Dallas versus Seattle, which is a nicer matchup for Dallas, and hopefully they can prove that, that like, show why they're the, one of the top teams. Mm -hmm. It gives them a bit of a better chance to do that. Yep. You've got Chicago versus Gorillas. Chicago, we're going to smoke them. That'll be a 3 0, regardless uh, of practice. That'll be a 3 -0. And then we've got London versus Toronto. So. We should win that, um, especially if Toronto. If we say that we think they're going to be in a bit of a, yeah, a pickle with sure. their uh, with their roster, but I'm I'm excited for it. I know you, we're both going to be there, yeah, as we, we keep mentioning. Um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a good weekend. Um, and just before we kind of wrap it up, uh, I feel like we just got to briefly touch on the challenges, touch on the yeah, amateur bracket. We do. Um, um, I think it's a shame. They didn't get as much stream time as I think. Kind of. Yeah. Can we just first, talk? Can we just talk about that? The I mean, I, I, I got the sense at first that there was gonna be some games shown in between matches, and I guess it probably came down to the scheduling issues they had, like they were running over. So maybe all that stuff kind of just went out the window. One, I can't believe they didn't have an open bracket stream. Mm. Awful. I feel like they're gonna have one for London because they've got you've got like some the, the yeah. castles like you've got. Um, Bryce and Tun um, and then there's a couple other ones that I'm sure will we'll want to be doing open bracket like um, Spaceman, Alley Cat people like that, they're going to be want to be doing that amateur stuff and um, especially with it being a smaller bracket I feel like for Minnesota with it being such a big bracket it's like who do we show um, but with London obviously it's a much smaller kind of event, I think it's only 64 teams um, so mm. we'll, uh, we'll I, see what happens I'd like to see because obviously they're streaming on YouTube, I'd love to see like a CDL Challengers channel appear yes. and 
that becomes what was Bravo streaming away. And it's like, there's now a main CDL stream and then they have all the challenger stuff on a separate stream. I think that would be a really good way to do it. And if they really want to get people a bit more invested in challenges and getting behind it a bit, they need to be doing that. Um, there was obviously the whole thing about they played, what was it, one map on the final stage and then got taken yeah, off. Yeah, that's what I really wanted to talk about. Um, yeah. I'm not going to go in on anyone because it's not my place to say anything, but I thought it was a bit unfair, on especially Singularity and uh, Hybrid Black. Was it Hybrid Black? Yeah, yeah. it was Hybrid Black. Um, you know, that first series was great. I was in the gym. I was watching it while I was at the gym. I thought it was a really good series. Um, and then as I was leaving... I went on Twitter and saw Dave tweeting out, no way have they taken it off the main stage. I was like, what the, f like, the, you are joking. Yeah. And then, but it's not even like they then streamed it somewhere else. You know, there was nothing. Yeah, there was just um, like independent people trying to stream it from the phones and stuff. But do you want to know what's I, the worst part? He said it went, to a it went to a game five round 10. It wasn't like it was another 3-0 or a 3-1. Or a and it, it was almost a full length. Game five yeah. round 11, like to win. I, I wanted to watch the, it, man. The worst thing about it was, yes, it wasn't streamed or anything. I think what's worse is that they were on the main stage and then got pulled off. If they yeah. hadn't been on there at all, it would have just oh, been like, have oh, they haven't streamed it. it. That sucks. Yeah. But it was um, the fact that they put them up there. They got everything ready, you know. And they were on stream. And they were on stream. They were, they were all like... And then I've also seen that apparently they had to wait an hour after the first series to play the second oh. series. While they all got set up again, possibly. The only thing that I can kind of like, I would probably say that maybe to try like on CDL's part, they'd had real, like the scheduling issues on day one and two had been bad. And if they, they must have felt they were, it was their way of trying to like keep on top of it because they started the matches early compared to what they were meant to on the third day. Do I, I don't, I don't agree it to be like the right decision that they did this, but. I can only imagine that they were just trying to do a better job with scheduling. I wonder so if they, they thought that it was only going to be a one map. No, sorry, not one map. A one, a one series, series final. Possibly. I wonder if they just thought hybrid, they were going to win. You know, kind of in the winner's bracket, Singularity are going to win. Um, but that Singularity team is good. Yeah. You've got three of the players that were at Champs last year, um, plus Goth and uh, plus Maple and Chain. Um, great team. Obviously, they've got... Um, I will. I'll give him a little shout out in a in sweeper. He's obviously their new coach now, and uh, and uh, and a friend of mine, and he's done very well for himself. So I'll give him a little uh, little props for that. Um, but I I want to see some more challenger stuff at London. I want to see a stream mm. at London. I know we're going to be there and may not catch a lot of the challenger stuff, but I think they deserve it because how are teams then going to know who are the next best players? Obviously, you get yeah, word exactly. of mouth, but you don't get to see it. You mean you only get to see the scrims and stuff. And I it's think not the best it was um, Gary V was on the the analyst desk and chatting. He made a good point that he'd love to see the CDL be kind of like football is for us with the Premier League, Championship League, and all the different and like actually put a lot more effort into showing challenges and that whole having its own streaming platform bit more attention on it i think that'd be a really good way because if you can grow that you can also grow the cdl and the same the other way around so hopefully for london they get at least a stream going maybe or i mean i mean we'll find out i i hope they do um yeah they, the, the players deserve it 
especially oh yeah definitely especially going into the fight like even if they don't show up for the first few rounds they've got to have something getting towards like the later rounds because this is when the, the better teams are playing um it, but if you haven't got anything else to say if you've got anything else to add um, then we can yeah, start to wrap it up a little bit here covered everything that's happening in Minnesota obviously we've got London next we've got a two week gap yeah so teams are obviously going to be going away working on things trying to fix those things and hopefully we'll see see some teams that maybe weren't looking the strongest coming back stronger stronger yeah. for London hopefully. I hope so too um, obviously we will be wrapping up here now um, feel free to share your thoughts with us over on Twitter or on the comments of this on YouTube um, and obviously we're now on Spotify and iTunes as well um, so if you are listening to us on there thank you um, but thank you for everyone who's tuned in and we'll be back next Monday at 8pm uh, for the fourth episode of CDL this week hopefully with a guest uh, I haven't got anything confirmed yeah. yet but we're hoping to, to try and organise something um, so Make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube at CDL This Week and uh, obviously drop us a follow here on twitch.tv forward slash Cam Allen and uh, I will pass it over to Horizontal to, to finish it up. Yeah, uh, if you have missed any of the today's stream, it will all be up on iTunes and Spotify tonight, so make sure you go follow those if you do prefer listening to audio rather than watching video. But I would say that's that's it from us and appreciate everyone who stopped by and listened and if you are listening to this and we'll catch you all next week see you later guys